Hello there, we're Jason and Tony, and this is our podcast. It's called In Case You Missed It. In case you missed it, we gave you some Thanksgiving dinner topics that you should stay away from. And believe it or not, politics ain't number one. Hmm. What is it you don't bring up? Politics and religion at, at Thanksgiving, never bring those up. I've always right? heard that. Uh, there's yeah. a story here that politics isn't the worst thing that you can talk about during your thanksgiving dinner so if you're wanting to ruin thanksgiving dinner for everybody be sure to bring up long-standing family tensions wow 46 percent of what this survey came back that that would actually ruin thanksgiving that, who does that who picks thanksgiving to go you never love me daddy <laughs> who, who thanksgiving is not the time for that uh-uh. pick a random day that doesn't have all the family there for your come apart. A family squabble, like an yeah. uncle that still owes money, and then you bring it all up at the uh-huh. table, bring up the fight. Yeah. You, yeah, you ruin the... And, and how dare you say, oh, I wish there'd have been a little bit more pumpkin pie. Well, maybe there would have been if you'd have paid back that money. <laughs> yeah. Because that's yeah. how that would have gone. And then, boom. A drunk and a bum. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, politics is number two, by the way. The 2020 presidential race is number three, so politics hear... gets in there second and third. Leave that crap outside. Someone's future plans. That always gets somebody riled up. Money comes in at number five, and then mm. there's the rest. See, I have a go-to that I use for table topics every time. You won't go <laughs> wrong with these. All right. I go... Teen, uh, underage and teenage pregnancy. Yeah, that's always that's great. To always bring, great to bring up bodily, right, bodily functions and professional wrestling. <laughs> Out of those three, you can go in. Everybody loves to talk about that. <laughs> if your kid's in a Christmas play, yeah, the character they play determines their future income. Who knows? As uh, we get closer to uh, Christmas, so there'll be a lot of uh, nativity plays and things like that at churches. And love them, love them. Moms, dads, here are the roles that you need to fight for for your kids because somebody has done a survey here mm-hmm. or a study, I guess, more like it. And it can, whatever role that your child plays in one of these nativity plays can predict what their future salary is going to be. Okay, so they say if uh, your kid plays an ox, Uh this is the number one thing. You want your kid to be an ox, $55,000 a year. What? That's the future salary for a kid who plays an ox. If you <laughs> That's play amazing. Gabriel, fifty-one thousand two hundred. Mary's going to get you fifty thousand. Joseph, forty-eight thousand seven hundred. How come wonder Joseph paid less? I don't know. The innkeeper, forty-seven thousand four hundred. A shepherd's thirty-seven thousand. And a wise man is thirty-three thousand three hundred. A wise man is twenty over twenty thousand dollars less a year than an ox. Huh. And they travel hmm. so far. An angel, know? an angel. Yeah, exactly. They, they traveled from afar. With They're gold great with directions, and, myrrh. and that's all they get. An angel's less thirty-two thousand, right hmm. there with a donkey. An angel and a donkey tied. Hmm. The narrator, thirty thousand. What? And then a lamb is twenty-five thousand six hundred. I've only been in. A, I've been in a couple plays. But only as far as what I call up there, a star and roll, I was a tree once. The trees as big as you got? And- I was. I remember I had to wear a garbage bag in the middle part, and I was in, I don't remember what grade, but uh-huh. I had, my mom had to take my cardboard things off my feet because I had to go to the bathroom <laughs> while I was during, you know, 
During the play? It was practice or one of them, but uh-huh. I got in so much trouble because how hard it was to take my tree costume off to pee-pee and then put my tree back on. So I held it up, and I, I just— Did you, I, did you wet yourself? I didn't wet myself, okay. but I thought— Because you could have told everybody it was sap. It would have been yep. really cool. <laughs> Tony wanted to celebrate French Dip Day. Wee oui, wee. Oui. And okay, Tony, well, this is the allotted time that you have for your thing that you— now stop it, do. friends and listeners of the Jason and Tony program. Guys, I'm sorry, I don't know how to, this is going to turn out. Today is a beautiful day. It only happens once a year. I bear, we bear every morning with y'all, so y'all bear one with me. Okay. Today, here we go, here we go guys. Today is French Dip Day. Uh huh. It only happens once a year. It sure does, Tony. So it gives us, me, a time to enjoy items I've made up for French Dip Day like these. Oh boy, I can't wait. The greatest French dip probably will always be Grizzle Winter Green. <laughs> All French dippers are shaking their head yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Another great French ha, dip ha, ha. to celebrate is De La Copenhagen. <laughs> I believe the, the, the founder of that settled in Kentucky with it. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, celebrate the French dip. Skull souffle long cut. <laughs> it's the French dip with the bandit on the front with a bandana on his mouth. And and my last. Oh, this is the last one? Yes. Okay. All right, here we go. The greatest one of French dips is uh-huh. La Kodiak. It's, it's, it's got the bear oh, on it. Okay. Good French dips right there. Okay. And look and shake the cans around you on mm. French dip day because you don't want to drink from a half empty oh. can with anything questionable. Are right, you done with your French dip thing? That's <laughs> funny. I don't care who you are. We now return you to your regularly scheduled oh, program. We went one minute inside a woman's head. And now it's time for another episode of One Minute Inside a Woman's Head. I can't believe Jimmy's parents are staying with us for the entire Thanksgiving weekend. Haven't they heard of hotels? I don't get why anyone would want to stay with relatives when they could stay in a clean, fancy room with miniature lotions and shampoos that you can take home. I mean, I guess they could leave with Jimmy's medicated dandruff shampoo, but I don't think that's as elegant. And Jimmy's mom always showers for at least a half hour and uses all the hot water. And every year is the same. I forgot my razor. Could you bring me one of yours? 45 minutes later, I get my razor back and the tub is covered with little hairs. I guess she only shaves on holidays. The thing about other people's parents is they make you appreciate your own. Wait, let me rethink that. They make you appreciate being old enough to only see your family on holidays. And that's why I hate the holidays. And that was another episode of One Minute Inside a Woman's Head. Some social media theater today. Here you go. Hello, I'm Tudor Balustrade. Welcome to Social Media Theater. Showcasing drama at its most profound and perfunctory. With this week's episode, here are Jason and Tony. Here we go with social media theater. This comes from one of those neighborhood pages, which come to find out are the best for this anyway. Uh, Mandy starts it. Uh, Jay, Leslie, and Bob from the neighborhood all get in on it as well. Okay. I'll play Mandy and uh, uh, Mandy. And uh, I'll play uh, Mandy, it looks like. And Bob. <laughs> and Bob. I forgot about Bob. And you uh, play uh, Jay and Leslie. Okay. Okay, here we go. Sorry, Bob. Mandy. 
anyone know what and where the booms are coming from? I've heard them off and on now for over two hours. Jay, transmission tower at the front of the neighborhood. It does that every year when the temperature first drops. Cool air is thinner, etc. You drive past it every day. You should figure stuff like this out and not need me to tell you. Mandy, thank you. I'm not originally from here and I didn't know. And even more so, thanks for being so neighborly and sharing this information. You sound like a real pleasant guy. LOL, 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 LOL. Leslie! Mandy, you are nicer than I would have been. He sounds like a butt. And Jay, the average person, isn't going to know that. You didn't need to be a smart aleck. Jay. But look at what being a smart aleck got me. Now I have something to read this morning while you all cry about it. Mandy. It's all good. I'm laughing too. Jay. Fish on. I got one hooked. Bob. Leslie's right. I've lived here 13 years, and I've never heard that sound before. Jay. Maybe you're right, Bob. I've only lived here 30 years, but I'm just a butt like that other witch said. Mandy. I just want to thank everyone for the weekend edition of Jason and Tony's Social Media Theater. Bob. Okay, that's the sound I have heard before. <laughs> Join us again next time for Social Media Theater on most of this same radio station with Jason and Tony. Here's today's word of the day. It's for you hole digging gentlemen. <laughs> and now to expand your vocabulary, Jason and Tony present Tony's word of the day. Well digger's brass bra. A well digger's brass bra is a measurement of temperature for when it's colder than just a well digger's butt. Well digger's brass bra. Last Tony's word of the day. This is the best country lyric never written. Hoping though. And now, Jason and Tony present the best country music lyrics that were never written. She held my hand, made me feel so grand. Then she left me for another man. His name was Dan. He had money and land. Go to hell, Dan. That was the best country music lyrics never written from Jason and Tony. And last on the list today is today's Real good. Uh, no veteran had a better a better Veterans Day than this guy. Okay? Okay. His name is Ernest Dotson. He's 70 years old, and he served in the U.S. Army. He lives in Greensboro, North Carolina. Thank you, Ernest. And he won a quarter of a million dollars in the lottery on Veterans Day. What? Way to go, Ernest. Yeah, I bought a cash five ticket, and, uh, and then... He won. He, after taxes and everything, it's going to be like $196,000. Sweet. And he says he's going to use the money to uh, pay off his house, his car, buy a new TV, and he can't believe that at 70, he's finally debt-free. Go, Ernest. That's awesome. Way to go, Ernest. Way to go, North Carolina Lottery. And 
Ernest, thank you so much for your service. You are real good. That does it for the podcast today. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening and all that you do for us. If you wouldn't mind pretty please, subscribing and uh, sharing the podcast, that would be awesome. Thank you so much for that. We're Jason and Tony, and this has been In, In Case, Case You Missed It. it.